Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners all over the world, and good morning, everybody. Risa, are you up and at them? <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, Reith, how's it going? Well, I'll tell you, the world's spinning faster, I think. I don't know. It's, uh, I can't keep up with taking down the months on my calendar, it seems. It's just, uh, wow. But, you know, the holidays are coming up. Oh, I shouldn't say that yet, but uh, you know what happens after summer. Then you got Halloween and Thanksgiving, and there we go. No, wait. We're but, still in summer, Jim. Don't move so fast. I, Speaking of yeah. summer, somebody yeah. just had a birthday, and we had a wonderful uh, Jim Papa Zuli birthday party, a Zoom party. That was so cool. Happy I birthday, out. Mr. Zuli. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Reed. I You were there. I mean, uh, I, I walked out, and uh, all of a sudden, everybody's on the uh on the zoom and it's it's a different situation now but it was fun you know you, you get to see everybody on there and then they could be far away like uh pepper was in arizona and wherever where is she in nevada in nevada and, uh, and denise was in denise arizona. Uh, arizona uh i think patty's in arizona uh Wow, it just uh, was so nice, everybody popping on like that. But uh, it's a virtual world, you know. And we got the big uh, virtual event, the big awards event coming up, the uh, uh, with the Legend Awards and uh, the stage, the Golden Stage. Uh, Wow, this is you know, Reef. What what do you think of this after uh, all the additions and films you've been in? How do how are you absorbing this virtual? You know scenario. Uh, well, because... I tell the actors now you have to be just because we do these virtual auditions. So either yeah. you do them uh, just pre-taped or you do them live over something like Zoom. And nowadays you have to be your own producer of your own auditions. You have to pick the location in your house. You have to set it up. You have to do your own makeup, your own hair. It's unbelievable. <laughs> what can I tell you? It's a lot of hard work. It is. You know, it's still a lot of work because uh, you think, well, you don't have to, you know, have everybody go down there and hire security and hire uh, limo people and all that. And there's so much that goes into it. It's very expensive. But, you know, it's also a lot of work and very costly doing the virtual stuff, you know, the way Art does it. It's first well, class. That's what and, I'm uh, it. Wow. Is yeah. it? You gotta, you still gotta be spiffy, so to speak. You know, have it all dressed oh, yeah. up. But that leads yeah. us to our hot topic time. Hot topic time. Hot topic time. Drum roll. And uh, we will, Reef and I will be giving you the latest and the greatest of all the stuff going on here. And Reef, we don't have the area. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Los Angeles is not the only shaky town going on. They had a five-point-something earthquake in North Carolina, and they were all shook up because they're not used to having earthquakes. They were like, what is this? Help. So you know what? It doesn't matter where you are. You might have an earthquake nowadays. It was the largest earthquake they had had in North Carolina in almost 100 years. And it pretty much shook up things. So California, we've had our little earthquakes. Hopefully that's let off just enough steam that we don't have a big one anytime in the near future because, boy, we really don't need anything else going on. And talking about things going on, will they or will they not open? Schools around the country are just confused. They don't know whether or not it's safe for the kids to go back to school. They don't know if it's um, not safe, if the teachers are safe. They've got pictures of crowded hallways of children that have gone back to high school already. I don't know what to say. It, it's it's a different world. I 
I don't know if the children are safe anymore because they've had uh, instances of children getting the virus. They've had, they thought that the children were relatively safe and immune, but who knows? So we'll find out within the next few weeks because kids are starting to go back to school. One school's already shut back down. They opened up. Kids got sick, and they're shutting back down for a couple of days to try to figure it out. Who knows? But those those kids, they're, they're already pretty shook up because their whole world has been rocked over the summer. So what can we say? Jim, what's your hot topic this morning? Well, the New York Attorney General sues to dissolve the NRA. That's the National Rifle Association. Old and powerful organization, alleging fraud and mismanagement. Uh, they'll try to. Uh, they've been trying for a long time to get that uh, taken down, but uh, a lot of power behind that organization too. Triangle, uh, North Carolina, wakes up to a like Rita was saying, a 5.1 earthquake uh, with ripples felt across the entire state. They're not used to that too much. U.S. tops 5 million COVID-19 cases with five states making up more than 40%. Uh, experts say the real number may be much higher. Health officials urge, you know, using the mask in public and avoid the public gatherings. Major gas explosion levels three homes in Baltimore, killing one, injuring three. Huge explosion rocks Beirut. This is an absolute game changer for Beirut. They uh, they already had their their situation in Beirut, Lebanon, uh, putting some Beirut port officials on house arrest. Two thousand seven hundred and fifty tons of ammonia nitrate were stored in a port warehouse. This is their main port. Not a good idea. So those uh, the execs, whoever's in charge of doing that, was a big mistake. Uh, they're going to have uh, for years. That's going to be a problem. And uh, the explosion looked like a small hydrogen bomb, if you've seen it. Uh, a, uh, a doctor said he's never seen anything like this in all the years he's been there. It uh, literally crushed cars. You've seen large building and apartment complexes, industrial sites. It's like somebody just pushed them down. Uh, and, and like I said, this is their main port, so... I don't know. This is It's going to take quite a while. They already had economic problems. Um, over 200 lost, 5,000 injured. So we'll keep up with that. We, they're getting a lot of support from around the world. Um, Chris Kovach lost to, uh, if I pronounce that right, Kobach, lost to Republican Roger Marshall in the Kansas primary. COVID-19 causes many to think on uh, retiring early. Florida teachers who planned on working into their 70s have now changed their minds because of what's going on. Uh, You know, in the schools, they don't want to catch anything. Sturgis bike rally, uh, you're talking about uh, 250,000 motorcycles going to an area. Uh, Health officials were kind of down, trying to talk them out of it in a way because they're saying, you know, they're not really doing the spacing and the mask and that, and they're worried that if, if it spreads there and they go back to their their homes all over the country, it may spread more. Uh, in Chicago, 100 were arrested and 13 uh, officers were injured uh, after a shooting, uh, and it led to uh, rioting there. Caterpillar, Coke, Rayathon, Exxon, Chevron are among the stocks with solid dividends now. Uh, Hong Kong... Media tycoon and activist Jimmy Lai was arrested under national security laws. Uh, their freedoms are fading away there. Uh, you know, and they're, they're, anybody who has a difference of opinion is having problems now. Mortgage rates, uh, they continue at a record low, some offering down to some VA loans in that 2%. It's a great opportunity for people uh Buying a home, 3.14 is the average. President Trump signed four executive orders uh, helping with the uh, COVID-19 relief. Uh, you can, uh, they're talking about the additional 400, providing extra 400 a week in unemployment benefits, suspending the uh, student loans, 
payments uh, until the end of the year, protecting renters from eviction, and uh, instruct employees to defer uh, certain payrolls taxes. Uh, the Big Ten will not be playing college football and uh, because of the COVID-19 concerns. And the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season has already broken the record books. Uh, the NOAA now says there may be more storms coming up than names of storms. So let's, hopefully that won't come to fruition. Well, there's there's tons more, guys, but that's all we have time for, and we're going to shoot in a commercial right now. EasyWay Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. EasyWay Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to EasyWay Magazine today by following EasyWay Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or EasyWayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 424-209-9290 or email contact at EasyWayBroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership, as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to easywaypromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EASYWAY to 55678. Welcome to easywaybroadcasting.com, your one-stop shop getaway to corporate Hollywood. EasyWay specializes in red carpets and will enhance your experience. EasyWayBroadcasting.com is top-ranked on Alexa and houses the EasyWay TV Film On Channel, podcast radio station, and EasyWay Magazine. Learn more about the beautiful EasyWay Angels and follow their events calendar. For more information, visit EasyWayBroadcasting.com and click on About Us or call 424-209-9290. Don't forget to subscribe to the website and follow Easy Way on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for amazing updates and opportunities. Remember, that's letter E and letter Z, because, well, we do it the easy way. Yes, indeed, we do it the easy way. And uh, remember, September 26th, the Easy Way Awards Golden Gala. And there's going to be some movers and shakers on that one, some big names there. Reith and I will be there virtually. So we have a very unique and special guest uh, today, Kenneth K.J. Bradley. He's a veteran, executive influencer, serial entrepreneur. Uh, This gentleman has really taken his time and energy to help people. He's uh, on yielding quest to preserve our nation's treasured stories. I like that. The CEO and founder of KTA and Investment Group, LLC, Kenneth seeks to honor our nation's heroes by preserving their stories in their words uh, in his new show, My 10-Minute Stories. This is really a unique and interesting situation he put together. Brevity is the soul of wit, and it gets it out there. To date, he has interviewed over 50 veterans, business owners, community leaders, spouses, and members of the law enforcement EMT and fire and rescue communities, his military discipline and cutting-edge innovation have propelled him to the forefront of the entertainment world. As seen on the Easy Way Network, the Sunny Honey Show, uh, the Ask Seraphah Show, and countless other programs, Kenneth delivers every time, and I'll tell you what, he definitely does. Kenneth, you on with us? Absolutely. How are you guys doing today? There he is. Hello, Kenneth. This is... You're on with Teresa Gray, Teresa Kenneth. Hey, Good hello, morning, hello, hello. Kenneth. Good morning. Happy belated, Mr. Zuli. How are you doing? Uh, good, good. We're still hanging in there and keeping up with, with you guys. Or we're working on it. And, <laughs> and thanks for taking your time to come on the show with us because uh, you, uh, you, you've been, you know, you could have went a lot of different directions and, and you decided to uh, stop and, and really take a path that Ken, helps a lot Kenneth, of veterans out. Kenneth, Kenneth, yes, Kenneth, do you have your do you have your uh, computer on? Getting some feedback, uh, some echo here. 
No, ma'am. I'm just on my. I'm just on the uh, the phone. Okay. On the dialing. Sometimes we hear feedback and so on and so forth. But anyway, you're. Uh, you know, you, you've taken your time to help the veterans, and this, and there's so much going on. Uh, what, what kind of drew you in? I mean, you're a veteran yourself. What made you uh, come around and, and stick with it and, and help help the guys out like this and uh, counsel and and put together your your amazing 10 minute stories, which I imagine you have so many cool stories. What what kind of stands out for you? What what brought you into this? Absolutely. So um, when I was a platoon sergeant down in Fort Bliss, Texas, uh, I used to take my platoon down to the veterans home and we would volunteer twice a week down there. And as we as we sit down, we listen to some of these amazing stories by these veterans, man. And we started to figure out a common thing. A lot of these great stories that that we're losing, you're not going to find them anywhere in the history book. So that's kind of where the idea was born from. Just sitting down at the veterans home, listening to these veterans tell these amazing stories about some of the best, worst times of their life, and just embracing that and, and, and realizing that these are treasured stories that need to be preserved. Yeah, yeah because uh, especially when you're talking about the World War II guys, because if you don't get it, you're not going to get it uh, at all. Uh, I, I've got some guys I want to hook you up with. They're World War II guys. Uh, do you, do you uh, interview many of them? Uh, actually, yeah, quite a, quite a few. I go down to the veterans home here in South Carolina. It's about an hour away. So, uh, two or three times a month, right before this COVID started, I would go down there and just kind of sit down, build a repertoire with those guys. And a lot of those guys are start, were just starting to open up to me right as COVID hit. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping once we get past this, this whole pandemic thing to get back down there and kind of retrace my steps and reestablish some ground roots. But, uh, yeah, those guys have some of the most amazing stories. You, I mean, you would be amazed at some of the, the, the stories of perseverance that those guys went through, man. It, it's ridiculous. Even myself, I find myself as a veteran myself. Uh, I, like I said, I was in Iraq four times myself, and I couldn't even fathom some of the stuff those guys went through. So it, it's just yeah. amazing to hear, and, and it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to, to catch their stories, and, and I, I consider it a privilege. Can they so, tell their stories in 10 minutes? Or I would imagine that some of them have hours of stories yeah. to tell. That's what I was going to yes, say. Yes, no, absolutely. So so what we do is we literally just go down, and, and it's, just a, it's just a traditional fireside chat. We just kind of talk about it. And um, what, the, what the editing team does is he chops it up into about 10 to 12-minute segments um, because what we found out is, Usually after about 10 to 12 minutes, people's attention span tends to kind of doze off and phase off. So what we want to do is kind yeah. of catch the juicier elements of a story and present that to those guys. And then that way we can always come back with another story from that same veteran and kind of keep the show yeah. fresh and, and bring new ideas. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, you know, you know I, wanted, I wanted to touch on this. Uh, you were, you had four tours in Iraq. What was the, you know, we're there. We're there with a lot of people. The war's basically over. What was the general opinion of the people there, and us being there? Did they appreciate uh, what we were trying to do? Uh, you know, with you guys. You know, you get to know them after a while, because you're not just on base. You're you're out in town, right? Right. Um, to be honest with you, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot like the states where. Um, any, if you go into a different city, a different state, you'll get a different opinion. You know, some some uh, communities, some neighborhoods were extremely uh, pro-American intervention. Some neighborhoods was like, hey, all right, we'll help you as long as you're helping us. But the minute you stop helping us, you know, we'll go over to Al-Qaeda yeah. or, or whoever. And then some oh. were just, you know, uh, vehemently anti-Americans. Like, hey, look, we don't need your help. This is our neighborhood. This is our community. We've been taking care of it for years. You just stay over there. You know, we'll talk to you because you're here and you have firepower, you have guns. But outside of that, you stay there, we'll stay here, you know, and we'll be fine. So it's just it's just a uh, real mixed bag of nuts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and then uh, after we leave, you wonder what's going to happen. But uh, a lot of the guys, you probably got uh, – you know, different feedback from being over there for a while. What, what do you think some of the main effects, you know, because I, I, I just don't understand these statistics, and, and I suppose you've dealt with this, 
the terrible statistics on people and troops that come back and they take their own lives. What, what do you think the major cause of that is? I mean, what is it? Um, some, you know. You know that I know that that is in Vietnam they had a complex question, right? Yeah, I think a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys, it it's for a lot of guys, it's that adrenaline, it's that it's that camaraderie. Like I said, we we use the term I hear that term come up a lot. It's called the best worst times of my life, right? So when you're over there, you're like, man, this sucks, you know, we're being shot at, yada yada yada. But then you come back to the states and. You know, it, it it's hard to get that adrenaline rush, and you find yourself searching for that camaraderie. Being over there, being being in a combat zone, and, and having to truly trust the the guy to your left and right creates a bond that you just can't find in a regular, you know, in in a regular yeah. uh, life. And a lot of guys, when they come back, they miss it so much it's really hard to deal. Or they'll give their trust, thinking that hey, that bond I had with my brothers overseas, I'm gonna bring it back here to the state and give it to you because you're my, you know, you're my supposed brother. And then when that bond tends to deteriorate, a lot of guys can't handle it because, you know, you, you never, it's like trying to imagine a guy standing to, to the left or the right of you with the foxhole and then him turning his weapon on you and, and firing on you while you guys yeah. are out defending. So a lot of guys yeah. can't handle that when they come back and, and it eats up at them. And then a lot of guys too, when you get over there, you have to get into a, a, a different kind of mindset. You know, you, you, it, it kind of it kind of speaks to your animalistic nature and the fact of it's either him or me. One of us is going home, you know, and, and you have a yeah. second to make that decision on who it's going to be. So uh, oh, once yeah. you put yourself in that mindset and you have to stay in that mindset day after day, hour after hour, patrol after patrol, it's difficult to come back home and they say, okay, hey, that was great. You have that survival instinct, but now I need you to turn it off. And you can't turn it off. You know, once you create that, that monster inside you, you can't turn it off. It's a part of you for life. Yeah. So, you know, a lot yeah. of the guys have a difficult time integrating that animalistic nature of themselves into um, a more domesticated uh, version of themselves that can fit in society's norms, you know, and, and it's just really difficult. Yeah, yeah. okay, so... Now, you say Murray. that you do also, you interview others other than military. You do EMT, business owners, community leaders, they all have to admit stories too. Yes, ma'am, and and yes, ma'am, and and they. I mean, we we run the gamut. We we law enforcement, EMTs. Uh, so the intent, the the intent, and the entire premise of it is what we want to do is we we want to kind of personalize the uniform again, right? You have this this sector of community servants in today's society for whatever reason they're becoming vilified. You know, it's it, it it's cliche now to say you know oh well. You know, I'm anti-police. I'm anti-military. You know what I mean? So what we're trying to do is we're trying to re-engage the community and say, hey, yes, this guy's a policeman. Yes, this guy's an EMT. Yes, this guy's a firefighter. But you know who else he is? He's also Joe, the guy that, you know, coaches your little league soccer team. He's also Bill, the guy that, you know, comes to the PTA meeting and bring cookies. Or it's Sharon or Susan, you know, the, the, the lady that, you know, puts flowers down on, on the sidewalk for the kids or puts chalk out for the kids. So what we're trying to do in our interviews is we're trying to uh, kind of reintroduce the community to, to to the personal side of, of the guys that we're interviewing, or the guys and gals that we're interviewing. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's like the scenario of the high school. You drive by and you see a couple of guys out in the front, and they're uh, maybe doing drugs or hanging out with their you know, it looks like a bad crowd, and yet there's 3,000 people in the school that are good ones, you know, so you don't want to judge them because you might get a few bad ones. Uh, my dad was a policeman in Chicago for uh, like 35 years. He never used his gun or his club, and he believed in the golden rule. I mean, he had to make his arrest, but uh, Absolutely. he had a lot of stories of people that, that he arrested that came back to him later and thanked him for... Uh, we're saving them because there are situations where they could have been shot, and and there's a lot of good ones. So, all right. So Absolutely. I know it's not easy, Ken. I don't want to put you on the spot, but they asked Larry King, "Could you give us a show?" And it's not easy because he's done so many shows. Now you've interviewed a lot of people. What? You no. Know, do you have a, one or two that pop up that were really kind of unique and kind of stuck stuck with you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'll never forget one of my first interviews I ever done. 
was with a guy named Bill. And uh, Bill was this really old, surly veteran in the veterans' home down in Texas. And every week we would go in and, you know, we'd make our rounds and talk to everyone. And Bill would always sit in the corner and never speak. So one day, Bill looks up and says, hey, boy, come here. All right, you know, hey, hey, Mr. Bill, what's going on? And I go over there and we talk. And um, turns out Bill was, um, he spent his whole life being extremely racist. Even he served in the military 24 years. And the whole time he was against integration and, you know, segregation in his whole nine. And Bill and I, we talked, I think I have maybe six hours of footage from, from our conversation. But one wow. of the sweetest and nicest guys you ever met. Like, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And, and he said it wasn't until later in life to where he realized and reflected uh, just how wrong his point of view was. Um, but I mean, that, so, so the interview was memorable for a couple of ways. One, because Bill was old enough and, and I guess surly enough to where he told you exactly how he felt. And he didn't hold anything yeah. back. And, and, you know, as you guys kind of know, we're in the same industry. Those raw interviews are some of the best interviews because, I mean, you get that unbridled passion. Um, and he meant every word, you know, uh, undeniably. <laughs> He'd talk about how, how they would get in trucks and ride around and just look for random people to beat up with no, you know, it, you just had yeah. to fit the description and you were going to get the business. You know what I mean? And this is, yeah. this is as NCOs on post in the 50s. And I'm like, man, that's insane. How did you pull that off? And he was like, it was an unwritten rule where it was frowned upon in public. But at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, hey, man, good job. You know, and that it's one of the most, it's one of the, the craziest interviews because, I mean, the guy wasn't, he wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't vile, anything like that. He just told it how it was back in those days. And he said it wasn't, he said at the end, looking back on his life, he wasn't racist because he was racist. He was just racist because it was normal to be racist. So he was yeah. like, you know, his whole life, he was like, this is just, you know, this is just what we do. You know, you wake up, you go yeah. beat up a couple of black kids, you know what I'm saying? You go about your day. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just telling, man. It's so powerful to hear this guy speak and realize that, man, that was just, you know, that was just coming. Like he didn't think it was wrong because everybody did it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, that that interview sticks out to me, man, and and I always look back to that interview as a point of uh, inspiration for society, man. Like, man, if we, you know, had had somebody reached out to him and tell him, hey, man, there's a better way, you know, if you just get to know this guy, you probably not want to beat him up just because he looks different from you. You know what I mean? Lo- so exactly. There's a, I, I there's, love- a, there's a song from uh, a play called South Pacific, and it says you've got to be taught from day to day. Or from year to year, it's got to be drummed in your dear little ear to hate all the people your relatives hate. You've got to Absolutely. be carefully taught. Uh, Absolutely. My favorites. Unfortunately, I was. One of my favorites was South Pacific. Belly high and all that. Yeah, I, I love that one. <laughs> uh, you Absolutely. know, it's like, uh, you know, caring... For, for someone else, no matter who they are, is like an inborn nature. And although people have all the stuff and the exterior, I think inside they're more. I, I've always had a saying: prejudice is one of man's greatest losses. And uh, and when they when they get to know other people, whether Asian, African American, Indian, whatever, they think, "Wow, these people are pretty cool." And you know, when they get through that barrier. But uh, so you're. Uh, you, you got your now. It's kind of tough on something like that to do a ten-minute interview, but I guess, like you say, you got to pull out the best points. Because with some of these people, yeah. but again, like you say, people have a ten-minute span, so I could see that too. And and you, yeah. uh, you had your uh, <clears throat> run-in with Eric and the Easy Way Network. Or what did you think of that situation? That's a kind of game changer for you, huh? Oh man, I, you know. I gotta be honest, man. I think this is uh, this this platform is only just getting started, and I think it has the, the the potential to be amazing. Like, I am so excited with just the the networking and the people that I'm able to meet, the circles that I'm able to be introduced in, and then like I'm having conversations with you guys, you know, and that wouldn't even been possible six months ago had had it not been for for Eric and Easyway. You know what I mean? So um, uh, that's amazing. Blessed and thankful just to have the opportunity well, to expand my network. So 
I, I love everything that Eric's doing, man. I, I, I trust in his vision wholeheartedly, and I can't wait to ride, you know, ride with this guy for the next 10, 15, 20 years. And you have your uh, your show, uh, the 10-minute the interviews. And, uh, yes, sir. What else What else you have on the horizon, real quick, and then we got to wrap up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so my, my company is, is called KKA Investments Group, and uh, we're an investment company, not in the financial sense, but an investment into the community. Um, one of our okay. guiding principles is it takes a village to raise a society of growers and thinkers, and that's our primary premise. So we kind of invest in, in different projects and different, uh, different um, projects and assignments throughout, throughout uh, our local and regional community that kind of help with community empowerment, youth, and, youth strengthening, uh, relationship building, and that sort of thing. Oh, uh, wow. And are and you, you on know, the Wall of Fame, Kenneth? Yes, ma'am. You can find me on, on the Easy Way Wall of Fame. I am one of the influencers there. Uh, please reach out, connect, whether you're coming on the show for 10-minute stories or you just want to find out uh, what else we got our hands in as an investment group. You're more than welcome. Uh, I take all comers, and I look forward to reaching out and speaking. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, Kenneth, we want to thank you for coming on because, uh, you know, it's a nice feeling because you've changed a lot of lives, you've helped a lot of people, and that's real money in the bank, you know? That, that's what's really worthwhile. And, uh, Absolutely. Glad you had a chance to come back on. We have to move along, but we appreciate uh, what you're doing, and uh, looking forward to talking to you again sometime, and get, uh, at least Absolutely. on one of the virtual situations. <laughs> Don't forget the event coming Absolutely. up. We'll be watching that. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Sure enough. Thank you, Kenneth. And thank you for and, your uh, service. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And thank you for your support. And with that, Reese, I think we're moving into a uh, a commercial here. Commercial. And, uh, and then we'll the next go step. on to Join the Easyway Network and become part of our Easyway family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to easywaypromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EASYWAY to 55678. EASYWAY Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. Easy Wit Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to Easy Wit Magazine today by following Easy Wit Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or EasyWayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 424-209-9290 or email contact at EasyWayBroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z, because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Moving on to Carmelita's Corner. Yeah, and remember uh, September 26th. Give me You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Hello there, everyone. We're here another day to celebrate another day here on Earth, another day around the sun. And our day has only begun. We've got a great talent coming your way today. She's very exciting, and her name is Viva Doll. She has had the number one song on Billboard, which sold over 500,000 CDs worldwide. She's a three top ten radio hit artist, and she's the official Coca-Cola body 
girl. When you see her body, you'll see why. <laughs> uh, she's also a fashion designer, and she's really a bundle of joy. She's a singer, producer, songwriter, musician, all bundled up in one. And because of her talent, she has toured the United States, Europe, and Central America. And she's got another hit coming your way, which we're going to get a chance to hear a little bit of. And may I present to you, Viva Doll. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you so All much right, for coming yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I've been watching you, and I've been watching your little doggies, too, Poof Daddy and Pushinska <laughs> and Enzo. Yes, I love Pomeranians, so I, see. I end up having too many now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem to keep them well taken care of. I see their pictures on the Facebook, and they're so cute. Uh, yeah, they, they, they all they, sleep they, with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you keep us posted. I I know all about you. <laughs> oh, yes, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, it's fun watching you. Uh you're such a talent. And uh I you know, I never really knew where you uh, originated from. Can you tell us where you were born? Uh actually, I pretty much was, I say, uh pretty much an L.A. person because I, mm-hmm. the only way I know other countries is because I've toured, but I haven't uh, been or had the chance to see the places that I've performed in. So I'm Brazilian Spaniard, but I'm completely from Los Angeles because I've been here my whole life. But my background is Brazilian uh, Spaniard. So on that note, I've been to mm-hmm. Spain, but I have not been to mm. Brazil. Oh, amazing. Pues me llamo Carmelita para una razón que, porque esa es una parte de mi herencia también. Habla español también? Wow. I was just to everybody uh, who's out there listening, that means my name is Carmelita. And uh, that is part of my heritage, too. You know, I, those people who know me know that I claim everybody in my family tree, including my people oh. from Mexico, the Mexico, Distrito Federal de Mexico. That's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm pure American. Spanish. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know how that goes. I claim well, them all. Definitely. I mean, nowadays, <laughs> who doesn't speak Spanish? <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, more and more people, you know, it's, uh, I'm just blessed, you know, that that was the the language that I grew up listening to as, uh, you know, as from a, a babe in arms. And then my stepfather was from Pakistan, so I, I was oh listening to Bengali That's and Urdu. Beautiful. I, I oh, sing nice. in, in, in those languages and do the ma- uh, Hindu Manipuri that. dance, which I learned from Bhupesh Guha from, as I was a little girl. Oh, my gosh, I'm such a fan of that uh, culture. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. <laughs> See, we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> and do you yeah. only speak uh, uh, Spanish, or do you speak a different language as well pertaining to the um, Well, I just learned how to sing in, in those other languages because my stepfather used oh, to nice. sing to me. So, you know, and then by him being very good friends with a very famous Hindu dancer, Bhupesh Guha, I learned, um, you know, the the culture and the dance. I used to perform for some of the emissaries coming over from India. Oh my gosh! As a, as a youngster, I'd like to you know, see they, that. they, That's they would have their, you know, what they called Eid, or uh, that was a big, big uh, feast day, a very special celebration. In fact, that was just celebrated recently, and um, you, you know, all these different cultures that I've grown up around. I just feel, you know, that being an American, that you know, we are so privileged to be able to Absolutely. have the richness of all these different cultures, and I think we should celebrate them all. Absolutely. I completely agree with you, and I am so honored to be even speaking to you this morning because I had no idea that you were so worldly. That's awesome. I'm a big fan now. <laughs> oh, well, well what it, is this, huh? a mutual admiration society? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh-huh. 
If you don't have that, what else do you have? You know, you you can yeah. look at other people and learn beautiful right. things that maybe you didn't know. Just by speaking to somebody, you learn so much. Well, it's always surprising the more you get to know someone, you know, their background. Many times you have no idea, yeah. you know, until you <laughs> have a conversation and you think to yourself, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that always happens to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm always well, listen, very impressed with people. Listen, you have much to be impressive about your yourself because um, I've always been, uh, you know, uh, virtually living one of my dreams, which is to be, you know, a uh, world-renowned performer. But you know, as as life hands us our our script. I wound up being a school teacher, and uh, that is something that uh, you know my my family wanted me to do, and it you know, was something that I wanted to do also. But then I didn't realize until I was in the classroom that there was another part of me that wanted to come out. But it's come out in so many in many ways. But I wound right. up being, you know, a, more of a support behind the scenes. So I feel like a mother, and actually, I guess I could say a grandmother now to to so many people who I have been um, able to you know to mentor or or to support. Okay. You know, so I'm I'm and a cheerleader. That's my job. Well, that's the thing. It's similar, teacher and entertainer. You mm-hmm. actually have the classroom paying attention at all times, classroom being the world that you are performing to. So you can always be teaching even if you're a performer, which I, I have noticed that you have had the chance to do that to probably many. And that's that's still like teaching. So you have the best of both worlds. Well, I, I guess you know, in a sense, I'll always be teaching because my organization is a is a uh, educational organization and a living memorial for my mom, uh, the Rose Breast Cancer Society, and uh, because of her, you know, I was able to achieve what I I have been able to achieve in life. So that's my way of giving back to the community. Uh, in that sense, we, we come in a similar background because I sing, and I have been singing my whole life because of my father. And when he passed away a few years ago, I promised him that I would never stop. And that's why I retire, but I do it in a way where I'm still singing, but I'm not giving, like, nothing else a chance. And on that note, now I am going into different avenues of entertainment and more like in the background instead of out front as the, you know, the front man um, or front woman, as I would say, (laughs) I am, I am actually starting a new brand and that's what's keeping me busy because I'm not going to launch it for a while now because we're working on all the little things that, need to be focused on before you let something out and and it's like a baby to you you know you want to make sure that when it goes out there it's perfect and that's mm-hmm. what I've been working on so when I've posted that I'm retiring I'm actually retiring from recording a new CD or anything like that but as far as singing I will always sing because I promised my dad I always would so, well, you've got to keep that going because that's a gift, and uh, thank you. you know, yeah, you need to keep that afloat. And you know, I just want to tell the listening audience the first time I met you, you know, uh, was when uh, Eric Zuli had a promotion for you out in the valley, and you did yes. such a big production, such a fantastic production. Oh, the pink carpet, <laughs> the pink carpet. Yes, you had a pink <laughs> carpet. And you yeah. came out with a, a big, beautiful, uh, a white, like a ballroom dress, like a debutante type of dress. And, uh, Thank you. That's because I married everybody there. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that was the significance of it because it yes. could have been a wedding dress, too. It was so beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you, hon. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was like. It was... Uh, 
anybody that was there, I felt so close to because it meant so much since we actually did it on my birthday. So it happened to be like a pink carpet birthday type of event. So I ended up working, which is my hobby of singing on my birthday. So well, usually that was, I tend to that do was something great. like it. Thank yeah. you so much. And, and uh, so I, I think we should give about... Eric a shout out uh, for the oh, easy way for say, for also... uh, promoting you, you know, the way oh, he did. Absolutely. In fact, I was about to bring him up because I'm also working on the golden stage, which I didn't know if we, we were going to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. it, I believe we're going to find some great talent, hopefully, through the show. And that's, I believe, August 15th through August 3rd. And it, well, what, it, what uh, it's going to be is the finding Viva Doll, let me just uh, hold that thought a moment. I got a communication from Angelique that uh, they're going to change the date to August the 17th. And it's going to be um, a seven-week TV run. And the finale is going to be uh, December the 5th. So there's still time for talent to submit until August the 10th to uh, Angelique, at uh, and her email is angelique at easywaynetwork.com. And people can also go to easywayliveevents.com. So that's just a little change. I'm sure they're just going to make it bigger and better. But they're oh, expecting a lot of talented yeah. judges such as yourself and uh it's it's like a virtual um, uh, American Idol type of show. In fact, you know, I have a friend, a very good friend, um, and uh, she was actually one of the win- winners on uh, American Idol. I don't know if you know her. Her name is Alison Irieta, and uh, she became... Uh, Good friends with uh, one of the one of the big uh, winners, and they've done tours together. Alan Lambert, and he's gone on to be a lead singer for right. Queen. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember Allison from the time she was a little girl, and you know when she was just getting started. And she did some things for me and my charity as well too. So uh, I I don't That's know if she's wonderful. listening now, but I'd love to give her a shout out. I'm hoping one day I can get her on on my my show as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, let's invite her now. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Hopefully and Allison, you're if you're listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was going to say, uh, I'm hoping, because I do an event every year, and I, I'm i hoping that this December, that's like pretty much the only event that I have committed to for years, because mm-hmm. it is a charity that helps have all the kids that do not receive presents or don't get presents or don't have that type of uh, celebration where somebody is going to give them a toy or anything like that. Every December Mm -hmm. I do an event and it helps children receive toys on the holidays. So I'm hoping that that happens this December. And I brought that up only because it means so much when we are able to help others, and especially if they're kids at this time when they're stuck at home and they're not able to go to school or go do anything. So I'm hoping that by December we can still have a beautiful event like that. Well, that's a very good thought, and you're absolutely right. You know, um, it's, it's really one of the best things we can do is to serve others. And uh, there is a, uh, a hormone that actually is stimulated when you do that. When your uh, gifts, when you're generous, that's my problem. It, it, yes, <laughs> that's it's, my problem. It, it stimulates your good hormones, and that helps produce good health. I actually, if I don't feel like I have uh, interaction with people, I actually don't feel good inside, and. I used to have this thing where I had to meet six new people a day and it was working because, Mm. you know, whether you're helping somebody with a door or you're helping somebody with a flat tire or anything like that, when you meet six people a day, you tend to feel like you actually did something that is going to be passed on by that person that you actually helped. And now with the situation, 
I feel like a racehorse that's stuck behind the gate that cannot actually do that. So when you invited me to your show, I felt like, wow, I get to actually, even though it's virtual, get to have interaction with you and with your audience. And I know that you broadcast to like 650,000 or more people. So Yes, we're we reaching reach around out, a million, according to Eric, around a, close to a million people worldwide. We'll see. In 140 that's, different countries, yeah. That's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, it is. And listen, uh, Viva, we're so happy to have you on. And I just want the audience to get a taste of your music so before we head out of here, I usually always say we're going to get on our horse, but I'm sure you're going to be driving a Ferrari, so we'll <laughs> we'll drive off in your Ferrari. <laughs> I, well, right now I drive my pink car everywhere. So oh yes, it's a pink pink car. I see that also on your post. What? Uh, yes. it's a beautiful car. You look great Thank in it you. too. Thank you. <laughs> so your song "Only You," uh, how did that come about? That's actually a song we recorded in Spanish and in English, and the mm-hmm. lyrics are pretty much very true to each other. Um, it was written in English first, and then uh, I did the lyrics in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So in English, it's called For You, and only you, I'm sorry, only you, and in Spanish, it's Solo Tú. And solo you speak tú. Spanish, so you know it's Solo Tú. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, and let's hear a little bit of that before we go. And also, can you tell them how to get in touch with you? Yeah, if they send smoke signals up in the sky, I'll see them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Any social media, anywhere. I'm usually on Facebook. I'm usually on Instagram. I'm not a TikToker. I don't. I'm not going to promote it when I'm not on there. But Mm. any other social media, I'm there. When it comes to singing live, I like to do a lot of lives. Um, And then just they go over to my YouTube. As far as my website, it's being worked on because, like I said, I'm starting a new uh, clothing brand, shoe brand, everything that people need. Uh, It has items for your house, items for your dog, like I said, clothing for men, women, and that's what I'm starting out right now. So it should be completely launched by next year. Well, much, much success with that, Viva Doll. And Thank you. Um, on that note, let's hear a little bit of your music. And I'm just going to say goodbye for now. If only you could see what's going through my mind If only you could tell my heart why you can't be mine If only words could say all the things I feel If I just had one chance to prove my love is real If only you, if only you Well, Reef, that is one talented young lady. And Viva she's Dolls. also beautiful. And that takes us up to um, she is so tech bubbly. time. Yeah, as we got uh, our gym time. Yep. Reef is tech time. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right, it's tech time. Well, one of the latest and greatest recent app to hit the scene has been TikTok, TikTok. But there's been some problems with TikTok. Apparently, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, and there's concern that they are gathering information not only from about young people, because I'm on TikTok. I'm sure some of you might be on TikTok. They're funny little 
short 10, 15 second videos, mainly of people dancing and doing silly stuff, lip syncing to things. But when you sign up, like for everything else, you put your name, your phone number, your address, whatever amount of information in there, and there's some concern about that. So they're going to be either dissolving TikTok in America, TikTok, I don't know why I keep saying TikTok, TikTok in America, or it's going to be bought out by an American company. So if you have videos on TikTok that you want to preserve, you better download them because who knows what the future might be. And also I've heard WhatsApp also may be sold to an American company. I'm not positive whether or not it's owned by a Chinese company, but apparently there's some concern about the integrity of the security of WhatsApp also. So if you have messages on WhatsApp that you want to preserve or you have videos on TikTok that you want to preserve, I'd advise you to download them and save them. I know sometimes people have sent me information on WhatsApp, and instead of rewriting it or shifting it, I've just lifted on WhatsApp. If it's sold, you may lose that thread. So go in there, get that information off of either TikTok or WhatsApp, preserve it on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, on whatever, and uh, we'll just stand by to see what the next great thing will be for apps to do silly things on. Jim, what's your gym for today? Well, let me see if we have the uh, drum roll. And we got gems from Jim. Well, here I am. I'm Jim. Uh, hey, how about that? Tips, a little investment strategies here, overall situations from various investors. Uh, stay on course with stocks. Okay, a lot of people should have get out. Some people are thinking, maybe I'm going to go overseas and so on and so forth. Stay on course with your stocks, but tweak your portfolio. Real estate is a, a good situation, especially with the low rates. And like I said, we're talking the low threes. I think it's about 3.15. And with some of the special ones through the VA or FHA, you might get down in the mid or low twos. So it's a good time. And you can also think of partnerships. Sometimes there's uh, groups that invest in fixer-uppers and so on, and you become part of the group and you can make money that way. Invest in yourself. Remember health, learning new investment strategy, and so on and so forth. So take time for yourself. Uh, invest in a new business. But first, I advise you to learn the business. When you go off track, sometimes that can be dangerous. Sometimes people will get money, and they'll think, oh, I'm going to open up a restaurant. No, nope, not a good idea, unless you know the business. Pay off your debt. And one of the strategies I had was you make your payment like uh, say say just your utilities, for instance, you make your payment and you could add a half a payment to that. Put on auto pay and forget about it. You won't miss that extra 30 or $50. And after uh, six months or a year, you're about six months or more ahead on that payment. So you have no utility bills or, or debt for a while. And uh, you... Uh, you know, like I say, do your research on that. Uh, start or supercharge your retirement savings. Spend time with family. And uh, I'm going to touch base a little bit. Here are six uh, six investments for beginners. Because uh, if you're starting out, some tips. A 401k or other employer-related plan. A robo-advisor. Target date mutual funds. Index funds exchange trade funds and remember uh, you're not going to remember all this go back to our archive show on an easy way uh, broadcasting you can find Raider Boomers live and you know listen to this pause it write it all down index funds exchange trade funds investment apps and those are six investments that uh, kind of suited for the uh, the beginner how can you double your money well speculative ways to double your money uh, could include investing 
buying on margin or using penny stocks. The best way to double your money is to take advantage of retirement and tax advantage accounts offered by employers, notably the 401, uh, 401ks. How can you turn $100 into $1,000 a day? Well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of scenarios with that, and uh, I think it, it, it's so involved that uh, real estate is a fast way. If, if you get if you're down in a good enough price, uh, you know if, if you go do research on the neighborhood, see what homes are going for. And if you can get it at a low enough price, uh, REO, contact a bank, find out uh, the bank's REO real estate owned by the bank, foreclosures and so on. If you can get in there and do the fixing and, and check to see if they're behind in their taxes and so on, uh, you know, you do your math. You, you could possibly double your money if you're walking in and just paying the back taxes and investing 50000 50000 to uh, – Remodel or whatever you can walk out with doubling your money on that, and uh, and you, you also have cars. There's auctions you can go to. There's uh, sheriff's auctions where they confiscate cars that are abandoned cars. You can also go to uh, uh, some of the ports. People will leave and they go to another country and just abandon their storage facilities. You can research that and wind up buying a lot of stuff. One person found, uh, he bought one of the storage units, and there was a uh, rare car in the storage. So uh, there, there's a lot of situations like that, but you have to do your homework. Uh, and you can, uh, like I said, you know, doing your homework, doing your research is, is just very important for that. And uh, I've invested in real estate, uh, out of state. Sometimes you want to be in your own location because you can keep track of it. I invested out of state and I had people take care of the properties and you know, you have to do research on that too. How's the weather going to be? <laughs> Don't buy in hurricane areas, but I just wanted to touch base on some of these things and you can research them. There's so much, uh, but paying off the debt and investing in, uh, in your stock portfolio, uh, do your homework with that. I would advise an advisor. But uh, with that, Reef, I think we're about out of time. And uh, I, I keep uh, advising and being cautious. You know, we don't want to lose our money. I've been, I've been doing a little day trading, and it's an interesting ho- hobby. I don't advise it for you to expect to get rich quick, even though that's what they claim will happen. It's not happening now. But day trading yeah. is an interesting thing to do. But it takes a lot of research, just like you said. But it well, definitely we're past our time, so we're going to we get on Carmelita's horse and ride out of here. <laughs> yeah, we got Easy Way uh, Awards, Golden Gala, coming up September 26th. And, uh, you know, this is really, I'll tell you what, when I research and see some of the stuff I was putting up, and the awards, it is absolutely first class and cutting edge with what's going on today. This is this is a changing time, Ruth, and uh, I, I just saw one of our centers here. It's just about level. And you wonder, what's going to replace all these centers when they take them down? I don't know. Well, I heard that they're going to go to open, open-air malls, and it's really funny. When I was a child, the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall was a one-story open mall there were no hallways everything open to the parking lot and now they're talking about going back to that because of the air circulation and Uh. whatever so who knows maybe we'll go back to having lovely open space outdoor malls more like the grove in the americana yeah the irvine center out here same thing it, it was a new trend. Oh, look, an enclosed mall. How cool. Uh, safe in the weather and everything, and now it's all transitioning. It's, it's funny how that goes around. But with that, like I said, it's kind of, oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes in circles. Or, you know, it, it changes. It goes back to the way it used to be, I guess. But uh, It's like we're back to plastic bags again. 
I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep up with this stuff. But anyway, Radio Boomers Live with Reetha and I next Monday morning. Uh, a lot of tips uh, on tech and investments, health. We got guests in all fields, great guests, and uh, some super interesting scenarios with the people we have on it. We have some interesting people. But with that, next Monday morning, tune in, Radio Boomers Live, and keep track, easywayinfo.com, and uh, the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. It's, uh, I've never seen a situation where people can come to it and interact, and uh, that's the way Eric has it set up. Anything else, Reese? Did I miss anything? I think that's it for today. You continue to have a wonderful birthday month. Thank you much. Thank you much, and uh, and Monday morning, guys, tune in, Radio Boomers Live. But for them, keep healthy, keep moving, keep the faith, and we're signing out. See you later. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>